Dreschen, and uh, we're speaking to him through translator Francois Deisel, as you can imagine. So, uh, obviously, Bruno is director of DEFSA, and he is also deaf. So, I'll pose the, direct, uh, the questions directly to Francois Deisel. A very good evening to you, and thank you very much for speaking to us, uh, Mr. Dreschen. Your comments on what the MEC is saying, that firstly, there were no serious casualties, meaning nobody died, and that indeed there were stress signals that would have enabled the learners to see that there there was an emergency situation. Hi, thank you again for this opportunity for DESA to state this case and to respond to the MEC. I'm glad that we have this opportunity. First of all, um, if I listen to the MEC, it's clear that the MEC of Education does not know the requirements and the regulations that have to be there in place for deaf learners at a hostel of the deaf. If they were alerted in time, because a smoke detector, if it was sufficient, would have picked up the smoke and flashing light would then happen to wake them up because deaf people are visually sensitive. So immediately if they are flashing lights, they, will, they would have woken up. It's, it is in a declaration that South Africa has signed in Japan at a UN conference about security measures when there is emergencies. And if those learners um, then had knew what was the fire escape drill, and if they knew that, they would have all assembled and then if go through go through the building, and then go through a safety door, an exit through a safety door. My concern is that learners have to jump for safety. Was a clear indication that it was too late, like the NEC explained. I don't know if it was validated. But if those children had access to an emergency exit, they would not have necessarily to jump. Okay. And it was and it was reported that our three deaf girls have died through this incident. That is very tragic, and that learners have are hospitalised for smoke inhalation. Yeah. Perhaps if you could just then tell us, Mr. Dretchen, according to this declaration that you say was signed in Japan, what are the basic, just the basic requirements? And and, and, and how would this uh, be, dare I say, enacted in an emergency situation if a training would take place? And as you say, that the learners, because they're deaf, they would be light sensitive as a result. Mm. Um. What the learner, the, what what was what, what is required, what is signed in this declaration, um, is that basic needs for a hostel and a school for and where the people do gather in offices, is that there has to be emergency lights that is linked to a smoke detector, the stroke light, so that will go off immediately when a, a smoke detector is alarmed and when it. Uh, when it screens, right? if I can put it like that. Mm. So, yeah, immediately stroke lights will go off and then the learners would have been alerted. What's also in the situation that there's vibrating pads in their pillows, so that will also woke them up. 
um, and then to escape. And, um, yeah, and to get out of the building. Do you and have any experience of, of this particular school, Leerdurungstad School? Have you been there? Do you know what um, amenities are available to them? And if whether or not just the basic, you know, security features were available? I must honest, I've been there at the school several times, and my my visits did not uh, really went so far as to look at the school's emergency stuff because we had we had to address several other issues that schools are not on standards, schools are not using South African sign language and medieval instruction, yeah, all those other stuff that also needed, and then we had meetings at that school. So, but. As I know that a uh, professor from the Rochester Institute of Technology based in the United States visited that school just after the World Federation of the Deaf Congress that was hosted in South Africa. And he mentioned, and he written a report on this emergency faults that are in the school that need to be attended to, but that was not attended to. And... Um, yeah, and it's, it's really, it was Professor Cowley um, from Rochester Institute of, um, of Technology. Thank you so much. It's really a pity that, that this has not been attended to. And what, what this have told this is uh, that we need to make sure that all the schools are up to standard. In 2010, there was another burning incident or an incident at a school of the blind where the exact same thing occurred. And I don't know if lessons were learned from that. Thank you so much for speaking to us. That there is uh, DEFSA's uh, national spokesperson or national director, Bruno Dretchen, and he was speaking to us through translator, Francois Desel. 891 The lines are open. Our best conversations are the ones we...